Welcome to De-Stress Your Business, the podcast where we show you how to get incredible results in your business, but without constant stress. I'm Alexis Kingsbury, a serial entrepreneur and founder at Air Manual, and I'm joined today by my special guest, Garth Jemis. I'm so excited to have him here, for those that aren't already aware. Uh, Garth is a world-class expert in understanding, simplifying, and packaging a message. And today we'll be diving deep into how you can explain what your business does to see better results and less stress in your business. So Garth, why do business leaders need to provide a simple message? So I, I would say that's a great question. I think the, the if I had to sum it up in one word, I would say alignment. You really need to align your message with your customer. And on top of that, you need to align your message with your um, staff. Make sure they understand exactly what your business is offering and the value that it adds to your customer. And I was, I was just looking at some, some stats this morning um, online. So some interesting things here. From January to March 2022, in the UK, there were 2,500 businesses uh, that was started. So that's just in the first three months of this year. Um, so that really talks to the, the, the point of getting your message across clearly and simply. And then in that as well, if you look at um, businesses in general, 60% of businesses fail in their first three years, which is quite scary. And a lot of that has to do with, is this message yeah. simple and does it land? with the audience that I'm trying to um, um, get it to in the first place. So scary stats there. Um, 200,000 businesses started in the first three months of this year and 60% of businesses failing in the first three year, in the first three years. So simplicity is really key if you really want to be able to cut through the clutter and land, uh, land your message. Yeah, I love that. And, and as you say, for a new business, it's really critical that you've got a clear message so that you can you know, make your way in the market. But even, uh, my experience has been even for established businesses, um, it, it, sometimes it can, be, it, it can be difficult to have a simple message. And that has a variety of problems in terms of the challenges that it creates for uh, when you're creating marketing messaging, when uh, the challenges for your sales team and, and so on. So talk us through some of those uh, stresses. What's the impact for a, for a business if, they, if you haven't got a simple message? So the, the biggest thing, and I think, I think what you said there, Alexis, is key. Um, you, getting a simple message is not something for just a business that's been going for, for a few years or is starting out. It's something that you need to constantly evaluate. And I think as your business grows, complexity inherently is going to come in because you might be getting more products uh, that you add to your product ecosystem or you're acquiring another business. And so there's a constant need to, to evaluate that. The, um, the need to, to do that is, is really, really important. And I've worked with businesses that are some, sometimes 15, 16 years on in their journey and their messaging is a mess. It's, it's really all over the show. And because they're so close to it, they think it's great, but for the customer that's engaging, it's not, it's not. And a lovely example just to share, I was um, working with a client a number of years ago in the tech space, and they've got a property um, uh, tech solution, very clever, but the challenge with it is the cell is complex, 
and it's a sale to multiple stakeholders, which means that to convey that message in a clearly articulated manner is vital. And the founder that I was working with, he was insistent that he he could he could do it and he could deliver it um, um, succinctly. But what, what, what ended up happening was every time he left the meeting, he made a really good impression on the stakeholders in the meeting. And then they had to then discuss it amongst themselves and take it further up the food chain to the powers that be that signed the invoices. And they couldn't articulate it simply. So he had to then come back in the room again and do it all over again. So what ends up happening is what I often say to, to clients is you need to be able to put something in the hands of, of the customer or your, your stakeholder you're speaking to in a business that really represents your value proposition or what your business is about. And it needs to be able to be explained without you being there. And if you can't do that, you really are going to delay your sales cycle. You're going to cause a lot of repetition. There's going to be a lot of misunderstanding. And I see this again and again with, with businesses where they have to have multiple engagements with a client before they can actually push a deal over the line. And often um, what ends up happening there as well is if a founder in a business is trying to grow his or her sales team, because it's not simply articulated and because a lot of the messaging sits in the head of the founder, they struggle to grow that sales team and there's frustration. So you get insecure salespeople that aren't meeting sales targets. Um, you get a message that really can't live beyond you as the, the kind of key person within that business. So those are, so those are some of the things that I see in that space. How do you go about taking a complex business and simplifying it into onto one page? Because as you say, as the business grows, the complexity of that business tends to go up. So how do you get back to simplifying it and being able to keep it on one page? So I think that's a great, great question. What I often do when I, when I talk to clients is I talk about information as a pyramid. So I talk about a really high level summary of what that particular business does instead of getting into granular content. And <clears throat> that's really, really important. So if you look at that pyramid, think about content at the bottom and think about context at the top. Now, context is everything when you're relaying that message to um, your, your audience. So what you've got to do there is ask first and foremost, who am I sharing this message with? Um, and what I find a lot of business owners do is they share messaging as if they're sharing it to themselves or to those in the know. And they just expect people to understand. So what you've got to do is you've got to go, okay, I'm talking to this person. They are my ideal client. And I think <clears throat> that's key, knowing who your ideal client is and then going, based on this person being my ideal client uh, or your target audience or your persona, and there's, there's different types of um, variations of that term, what are the problems that they have in their world and choosing two to three really key problems that they have. So ideal client, key problems. And then if they engage with me, what are the the gains of engaging with me? So nothing about my the kind of technical specifics of my product or service. What are the gains of, of um, working with me? And then based on those gains, what is it that I'm actually offering them? Is it one or is it 
the set of solutions I'm offering? And then how does the process of engagement work with them to take them through actually doing that, um, uh, that getting them to a space where they fully grasp what I do? So is it a discovery call? Is it, an, is it initial mapping out and unpacking or an audit? And you really, I mean, what I often say to um, business people is speak as if you're speaking to a grade uh, or year 11 pupil. At a, at a school, you really need to break it down and make it incredibly crisp and incredibly clear. And the the thing that you need to look at in terms of your messaging is you need to be what's called customer centric or customer focused or market orientated. And that means knowing and understanding who your market is. What you find a lot of businesses are is instead of being market focused, they're actually product focused. So they have a strong push on their product, but they actually don't really know what that product needs in the market. And the same can be said with sales. You can be very aggressively sales focused. And that's where the perception around salespeople becoming pushy comes in. Because if a salesperson is engaging with somebody that really wants something, you know, they might be tire kicking initially, but they are genuinely interested. You know, like if you think about us guys with buying cars and things like that, we've got a few things in our minds, but we don't want to be oversold. We want to know what the, 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 the kind of gains are for us with, with buying this particular thing. And then the last kind of orientation that you can be is you can be advertising orientated, which is where there's a lot of advertising that's pushed in your face, but it's not necessarily speaking to you as a customer. So what clients will say to me is, so how do you become market orientated and what i say to them is ask your customers what what the value is you add to them the the ones that you're already working with not new customers customers that are already working with you connect with them and understand the value that they are perceiving from what you're selling not what you think the value is but what they think the value is um, so that's tremendously, I, I find that's a really simple bulletproof way of doing it. And the last thing I would add there is work very hard to bring visuals into your high level summary. People don't like to read lots of information because it takes time to comprehend stuff. Um, whereas your, your initial kind of snap judgment, your prefrontal cortex part of your brain which kids absolutely love when they're looking at, at TikTok videos and things like that. That is, that is our initial snap judgment on things. So work hard to, to really make that part of your, your narrative as well. Bring in graphics, bring in visuals, bring in a storytelling piece if you can. Show a process flow. Anything that somebody can look at and they can go, I've got it. That that is really clear. Um, so uh, I, I love that, and I love that the uh, the the clarity with which I've seen some of your messages that are put together, and uh, we'll talk about uh, where people can kind of see some of the amazing st uh, work that you've done. But I, I love that you know, you, as you say, create a visual, create you know, um, uh, get that clarity, and speak to customers. What's the benefit that you provide to them? And all those amazing uh, uh, suggestions and that step by step process, <coughs> I absolutely love, and yet. I think so many business leaders like myself find doing this diff difficult. And I think 
Some of it comes to the fact that we're perhaps not being specific about our customers. So we try and please everyone, which means that no one message feels like it's the perfect fit for everyone. And, um, yeah. and also it feels like as you work on it, things iterate or you struggle with the wording and so on. What, why, do, why do you think business leaders uh, struggle with this and, um, and what can they do to kind of overcome the, the biggest derails? I think I think that's a great question. I think um, just in thinking about that, one of the biggest reasons, hands down, I see for business leaders is time. I think business leaders and entrepreneurs are extremely time poor. I think we we so caught in the busyness of running our businesses that we know that thing is simple to what we know we need to do that thing but we are nervous we don't have the time so part of what we do as a business is we run a a really tight um ideation session with leaders in business where we take them through a one and a half hour workshop to really map out that stuff and just kind of bed it down and i mean since COVID, i've probably done about the start of COVID, i've probably done about a hundred of those where we just get relevant people in the room and we just map it out and ask lots of questions and it's done in a visual manner and it's done virtually. So we do it, we do it all over the country. The, the other thing I, I think is a big challenge with leaders in business and entrepreneurs, especially founders where they've kind of birthed this thing is they're just too close. I think they think they know what the answer is, but they are just way, way too close. So they end up getting frustrated with people not understanding it. But the problem is they actually need to take uh, a, a step back. Um, so I think that is, a, is, a, is another challenge. And then the third one is, is a perception around cost. I think a lot of um, people think it's going to be super costly and it's just going to break their bank accounts. And I mean, what we've done as a business is I've made our offering very much a sliding scale. So our ideation sessions are right at the beginning of our process and it's probably the most value that we can add and it's very reasonably priced and i do that because i want to help a business shift that dial where i can get into a business owner or a founder or a leadership team's heads and really go okay let's map this thing out let's see how we can break it down as i said to that year 11 pupil level where everybody looks and they go okay that makes total sense and I see the value of that. So those three things, time, um, thinking that they know the answers and then lastly, costs. Awesome. I love that. I love that. And, and I think, as you say, like, I think the temptation, I think often, and, and, and I've, I've, I've uh, been a perpetrator of this before, is the temptation is to think, oh, I don't want to spend a load of money. I don't want to spend a load of time on doing this. I just want to get it done. And of course, yeah. <laughs> the, it's uh, unfortunately, it's, you then spend a load of time and as a result, opportunity cost of money thinking, well, I'll, you know, I'll just do it myself and, and try and work it out and, and so on. And I found that such a stressful process because you always feel like it's just around the corner, but you never quite get there. And I think, as, you, as you say, the, the fundamental problem is you're too close too close to it. And it's why I think, as you say, as said earlier, speaking to customers is a powerful way of getting those answers because they are close enough that they understand your proposition enough that they can like work with, the, they want to work with you. Um, but also, uh, but, uh, but not so close that they're, they know every single feature of your product and everything that you can offer and all those sorts of things. So I think it's, it's really useful to, to kind of summarize that. Well, that's been awesome. Thank you so much for joining me, Garth. 
really, really appreciate it. Um, what's the best way for our audience to connect with you if they want to learn more? It's it's an absolute pleasure, Alexis. Thanks for for having me on online. I appreciate it. And I think, in terms of people want wanting to reach out to me, so they can get me at Garth G A R T H at weexplainstuff.com. Um, and they can send me an email. Otherwise, they can reach out to me directly on LinkedIn if you just search Garth Jemmett. Uh, that's Garth, G-A-R-T-H, and Jemmett, J-E-M-M-E-T-T on LinkedIn. They'll find me there and they can reach out to me there as well. Thanks so much. Fantastic. Thank you. And we'll make sure uh, links to Garth's uh, website and social media accounts and, uh, and so on are shared in the show notes at destressyourbusiness.com. Thank you very much for, for joining me, Garth. Uh, now, as regular listeners will know, uh, I run a weekly webinar, not on how to simplify your message. That's You have to go to Garth for that. But if you'd like to free up 15 hours per week and remove the constant stress of running a business without slowing down growth, come and join my webinar. It's typically Wednesdays at 1 p.m. UK time, although I think the next one's on a Thursday. But you can find out more and register for the next one at www.airmanual.co forward slash webinar. And the final note for our podcast listeners, as a new podcast, we do need your help. If you found the content today valuable, if you appreciate uh, Garth's time, please take just a minute to uh, leave an honest review, share it with others that you think it'd be valuable uh, to, and share it on social media and so on. This helps us uh, get more visibility, but ultimately help more people. But otherwise, until next time, thank you so much for joining uh, joining us. Uh, have fun.